What up, what up, what up? You're now listening to the Go Talk Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Travia Scott, and my brother, Eric Scott. We're going to be bringing you the greatest basketball conversation of all time. We're going to talk basketball, basketball, and hmm, basketball. So if you want to become a part of the family, become a part of the conversation, subscribe, share, and tell a friend. We're located on various streaming platforms such as Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thank you, and enjoy the pot. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's up, man? And what is up, man? We got a, another beautiful day of basketball, man. Yeah, man, we got plenty to talk about. Namely, we have the game five between the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors. Like, what is about to happen here? I bet if if there was anybody, if, they, if there was a bet that could have been placed on game five being an elimination game, I don't think anyone would have voted it this way where Toronto would be eliminating or facing the chance to eliminate the dub in game five. Like, this is – no one saw this coming, man. No one saw this coming. Like, even the most optimistic Toronto fans – no one thought they'd be in position to win the series tonight on June the 10th. No one saw this coming. Yeah, man. I'm like, um, as you know, I had the Warriors in six. That really, that's impossible to happen <laughs> right now. Right. Um, so I definitely didn't think this. I thought that. Oh, hello, hello. Yo. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, even the most optimistic Toronto fan was genuinely, like, the, the, the best prediction I heard was, like, Toronto and six. And it's like, I could have, I could have been persuaded into that. But not Toronto and five. Oh, I didn't see none of that. None of that. None of that. I saw that. You know, I saw a couple Golden States and five Golden State sweep. Like you know, uh, no one who was really serious was out right. here saying or Toronto and five Toronto sweep. Like yeah, you know, no one who was really serious. Most you know, and I wouldn't even take them serious. Wait, that'd be the ultimate yeah. troll move. Like you're trolling if you're saying that you thought Toronto's gonna win in five. Like Drake didn't think they were gonna win in five. Like so yeah, everyone. But I think everyone knew this was going to be a long series, though, yeah. even though it ended five tonight. Uh, but we all know that, you know, due to the injuries, you know, we kind of got to give Golden State a slight pass and all of that due to injuries. 
I definitely feel that one of those games in Golden State should have went Golden State's way, at least one. Um, you know, it should be – it should be 2-2 right now. I say that. It should be 2-2. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just one of those things, like, we always say what if, but, yeah, you know, if – what if – what if Toronto didn't spend ten minutes not scoring the ball in, in game? Uh, what was that game two? Like you know they, yeah. you know that that would have been changed. But hey, we're here now. Do I think it's going to end tonight? I, I don't. I, I think that uh, I you know Kevin Durant's playing. Kevin Durant, KD, you, you got to show them boys what you're worth. <laughs> Draymond said they don't need you. Well. I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, they clearly, they clearly need KD. Um, it's it's more so the fact that uh, a lot of people rush to that whole they don't need KD conclusion, which I never was a part of because I'm like, they are clear. Like that's literally what made them unstoppable. So you're gonna say you're going from being unstoppable to slightly unstoppable? No, like you need KD to remain at that level. If not, you're just uh, you know you're still a high level team, but you know you're not unstoppable for real. So and also they you know we we kind of harken back to Golden State, the good old days of Golden State. You know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, all that when they had all the, you know, they had all their bench depth, right? Yeah. But when KD came, all that bench depth went out with, went out the door with it, and KD becomes, yeah, he's that ultimate unstoppable piece, but he is just so much, he's so important to, like, the grand scheme of Golden State. They're trying to win a championship, okay? If you told me they played without KD for 20, 20 regular season games, I would bet that Golden State would go – Twelve and eight at worst. So I mean, I, I can't really, I can't really see a world where K like this team is truly better without KD, especially given his current state. Oh yeah, no team is better without KD. Like that's KD has something to add to every team in the NBA because he's KD. I mean, he's Kevin Durant. Like I don't care if he joins LeBron James' team, he's gonna make LeBron's team better. Like he. He's Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? Now, I think that the fine line is, you know, the question is, did they need him to win? No, they don't need him to win. They do need him in the NBA Finals. They they don't need him for any any other series in the whole world except for the NBA Finals. Uh, that is why he's on the team. Um, he could have, yeah, you're right. He could have literally pulled a pulled a um pulled a, a Kawhi. It just missed 20 games in the regular season. It would have been ho-hum, oh well, as long as we get to the finals. As long as you're ready for the finals, we're good. Um, I do want to see how he's going to perform tonight. Uh, this, def- this definitely looks like a desperation move. Like, if they were tied at two games apiece right now, I don't think KD plays. You know, uh, no. if they're not facing elimination, I-, I doubt Kevin Durant plays. You go back and look at the reporting. Like, after game four – or right before game four, I'm not really sure. But during game four time, it was this whole thing where KD, um, they said KD had practice and it didn't go well. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> that was my thing. Like, what does that mean? He got like, he didn't score. Like, he, he fell down. Like, <laughs> I'm like that can mean it, it was just like, it didn't go well. Like, did he not look like a or something? So I'm like, well, okay. Um, 
I guess. But now it's like Katie looked good. He was in practice. He looks amazing. Like he, he looks he looks good. Like now he's back pretty much. Like and you are I knew well, I mean, honestly, I was kind of giving up on the hope that Katie was gonna come back. You know, I think me and you were both kind of on that train. Like, I don't think KD's coming back. But at the same time, it was like, I don't know. You know, and that's that's kind of what this is right here. Is like, yeah, like you said, they definitely pushed him, man. Like, they they they, they was like, look, hey man, <laughs> get we'll get you whatever you need. Like, you need some some oxy, some some like morphine, some weed, some some like. I don't care what you have. We need you on the court for game five. Like, suit it up, everything. I need you to be KD. I need you to go and find that dude and get him, bring him to the game. Like, I need that. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't know how he's going to look. How, how, do you think, how do you think he's going to look out there tonight? You know what? I've never seen KD – at less than 100%. Like, he's been a guy that, you know, he's had a few injuries in his career, especially in OKC. You know, he had those foot injuries. But there were the type of injuries where, like, as soon as he hurt it, he was out. And he didn't come back until he was, you know, 100%. So, I, I don't know what KD at less than 100% looks like. Um, I mean, he's not a guy that really relies on athleticism. Um, but it's his leg. Like, we're talking basketball. That's your leg. Like, it doesn't matter what you rely on. If your calf muscles jacked up, like, you can't accelerate. You're not going to trust it to run. You know, you know you're, like, one quick move away from re-injuring it. Um, so, like, I've had, like, myself, I've, I've, I've strained my calf muscle before just running, you know, and just not being mobile, not being stretched out good enough. I go for a run, and then I feel a tweak in my calf muscle. And it's literally one of those things that until it's 100% done or 100% healed, it's not healed. Like, if I ever went out percent or 90 percent and felt like I was good man I would always re-injure it like just it was only a matter of time like one or two miles into my run boom I would feel it I would feel it tighten up on me again so you know not knowing the extent of his injury I could feel like he's gonna play and be in that same same predicament where he knows at any given time if he's chasing a loose ball and he tries to you know exert too much energy on that leg um, too much torque on there or something, he could can, he can be right back on the bench. So I think he's going to play tentatively. I think he's going to look for some spot-up jumpers. He's probably going to pass the ball a lot, uh, maybe do some post moves where it doesn't take him a lot of, you know, wiggle to get his shot off. Um, I don't think we're going to see, you know, Mamba KD like we're used to. But I don't know. I think, I think 70% of KD is enough. To live another day, you know, as long as assuming Clay is good and Steph is good and Draymond is good, if everyone else is good, then I think seventy percent of uh, KD can get him a W. Uh, what you think, man? I'm I'm on that same train with you, man. Like, um, I don't know. I don't even know if he's at seventy percent because you know it was a lot of. I've been reading to a couple of reports like how to the ice pack or something was a little too low. And like I said, if you go back and watch that video of when he originally hurt his calf, he didn't necessarily point to his calf. Like, it could be like – and I'm not a doctor, so all of that, you know, it maybe could be his lower – it looked pretty low. And it looked kind of like his 
like I guess where the calf connects to the Achilles or something. It looks like that area. It didn't look like the actual calf muscle, you know. And I feel like that's why it was a little bit of. Uh, I think that's why it took so long. You know, personally, I'm not like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I feel like they were kind of afraid with that whole, you know, the low, like how low it was. Cause you go look at it, like go look the way he pointed. He pointed exactly. Yeah. You you know where you're painting. You're not gonna point. He didn't point to his calf. You point like right right below his calf, but not quite down to Achilles. And that yeah. like that's a weird area too. Like like I said, I don't really know what that is, but. I feel like he hurt that area. They took, they tried to take precaution with it. They probably didn't know they were going to sweep the Blazers like that, so they thought it could buy. You know, well, no, the NBA finals were pretty much set at, in when they're uh, when they're going to start or whatever. But I think that um, they like he's not he's not fully healthy. If he if they were up or tied, like you said, I don't think he would be coming back at all. Like if they were up three one right now. KD is just oh, be yeah. chilling, man. You know, just kind of take the ring, and we'll, you know, it is what it is. But you know, tied up two two. Nah, he's not coming back still. But now they're down three one. Yeah, we need you to, you know, wrap that thing up, man. And like you said, I, I feel like he's gonna. I I can see a lot of him shooting up, shooting over people on the block. Or whatever, you know how he gets down on the block. They'll pass it to him, and he just shoots over people. I can, yeah. Just let him let him be like the tall KD. I don't think you're gonna see any of those transition threes that he kind of runs into, walks into, or whatever. I don't think he's gonna see too much of that. You know, he might like he. I can just gotta see his motion, man. Like, I mean, let literally last time I saw him was him, like, on – he was shooting around before a game, but he was in slides. And that's what everybody was saying. Like, yeah, he's not – yeah, he's out there, but that's that's pretty much just to kind of show that he's, you know, still a little active. But he was – yeah, he can stand on it. That was for the media pretty much. I feel like, you know – and he, he would – you know, we knew he could stand, but at the same time, he's he's an NBA player. Like, he's an NBA player. When and like you said, I've never seen him just come back hurt. And that's what I, I, you know, he had the foot injuries or whatever. He just out. And he comes back. He's still KD. He's never been kind of gimpy out there or anything. But uh, it's definitely going to be something to watch tonight. And I think they're, they already got Ka- – Kawhi is ready. <laughs> Kawhi has been waiting on this moment. And he is going to do everything tonight to try to – they're going to have to, like, I don't know. They're going to have to try to get Kawhi off of him. But I don't think he really want KD handling – I don't really want KD doing too much, honestly. I'm just taking it easy with him tonight. And that's the thing. I think Kawhi, being as smart as he is, like, if he gets the ball in his hands, I see him going straight at KD. You know, it's like a, a injured animal. They go – Whenever an animal's injured, the other, you know, the other dogs, they come in and go go right at that injury. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you do when you know somebody's hurt. If it's football and you know somebody got some gimpy ribs, you hit them in the ribs. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what's going to happen tonight. Like, they know KD is not 100%. Give the ball to Kawhi. You know, make him run straight at KD. Take advantage of his, you know, immobility um, to whatever degree it is. That's, that's, I mean, that's definitely going to be part of the game plan. Like, KD is going to have to prove that he can play 
you know, 30 minutes, however many minutes he's he's gonna he's scheduled for tonight. I mean, because uh, I, I was looking at one of the press conferences. I think it was after game three, maybe. Um, I wasn't after game four. It was one of the press conferences they had. Um, they had Steph Curry up there, and he had on a little Hawaiian shirt, man. We know the Hawaiian. It's like the dad vacation yeah. shirt, the little button-up Hawaiian shirt, you know. And you know that was a little subliminal message to me, like he might be ready to go fishing. <laughs> like he might, he might be ready to go fishing, wearing shirts like that. He looked like he already might have that Hawaii vacation planned out. Um, but if anything, I mean, I mean, obviously that's just a little, you know, me being silly with it. But I think what we're seeing is the fact we're we're seeing that the 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 Dubs are mere mortals. You know, like, they've been to the finals, what, four times in a row? Five times without. That's a lot of games. Five times in a row, like, that's a lot of games to play every season. Like, I, they've always been seen as been super healthy. But there always comes a point where your body can only take so much wear and tear before you start getting dinged up. Iguodala's hurt. Steph looking sleepy at the beginning of the games. Clay's coming up lame. Uh, KD's hurt, like, you know, it's a war of attrition, and this might be that time where, you know, every dynasty comes to an end for some reason or another, you know, this might be that time where it's just like, look, we're too tired to get it done. Even with Kevin Durant back, I can't see these guys coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Like, this this is the end of the road. If not tonight, if not game six, it's going to happen in game seven. Like, these, I mean, <laughs> they, they're living on borrowed yeah. time right now. Yeah. That's been my whole thing. Like, I've been saying to people, I think – I definitely think Golden State has the ability to come back from a 3-1 deficit. I, I wholeheartedly say that. They've done it before against OKC. KD was on the OKC team when they did that. But – and within the same year, they got one came back on them. So, they've been on both ends of it. So, <laughs> so yeah. they have the ability to do it. I truly believe that. But – I don't think Toronto has the ability to lose three times in a row. I don't think Toronto's going to let that happen. Like, it's too, they got too much going for them right now. They're too close. It's just too – everything's too Toronto favoring right now. And which is why I think they might, you know, tonight they might get a little choked up or they might look you, – you might see Siakam have a laying egg tonight. Or he doesn't have the the game that you think she, he 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 should or something because you know this is about for the Raptors seizing the moment, okay? Because you let KD get a couple jumpers in tonight, and it's not even about tonight. It's really about the Dubs trying to get his win to run on seizing his moment, okay? But you let KD get hot or you know feel a little confident or whatever tonight, and they get the win, you know, say if it's a, you know, a 10-point game, is tightly contested the whole way, and they it dubs and I'm getting the win, okay? And KD drops 25, cool 25, whatever. Maybe shot jacks a little bit. Game six, he going to come out ready. And I don't know if you, you know, Toronto really needs to seize this opportunity, man. But – what 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 is KD's stat line tonight for you? Oh man, um, I don't know, man. He's a walking bucket, so even if he's slipping, he's still a bucket. Um, but I just don't know. 
Like, if he tries to go into superhero mode and drop nope. 45 points, uh, they're, uh, they're definitely going to lose. <laughs> that's, a, that's not a good formula for the Dubs in the playoffs. Uh, if KD drops 45, that means everybody else only got 10. Um, so, I think he's going to get about 18 points, man. Uh, something pedestrian. Something useful, but pedestrian. Um, yeah, I can't. I mean, if he, if he grabs some rebounds, it'll be, you know, it'll be the easy rebound to kind of just fall in his lap. So maybe, you know, he just be seven feet tall. He'll get four or five rebounds, and he'll make a few passes. He'll get four or five assists. I still think – I think Steph – Steph is going to drop 35 or 40. Like, Steph is going to go the fuck off um, because, you know, this is his, his team, his legacy and all that jazz. Um, I can fully see Steph going in. Um, I, you know, that's, I can see something around 18, 19, maybe 20 points for Kevin Durant. Um, will it matter? I mean, I, 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 I fully expect Golden State to win this game. I, I preface it with that. So, however they're going to get it done, they're going to get it done because they are champions. And the hardest thing to do in the NBA is to eliminate a champion. It, it, that's just hard to do. Uh, that Getting that, that fourth victory, that's hard. That's hard shit to do. And I just, I don't know if Toronto could do it on the first try. I say 20. Uh, I'm just, you so, know, mail in yeah, a cool 20. Put up and just mail that in and, you know, let's get on the game six. Cool you, you know, the, the mode thing, and it's going to be about minutes too. I think he, I think he uh, plays about 25 minutes. I think they're going to go ahead and push him out there because you got KD. I don't want him to be like Boogie. As far as they played them eight minutes, you ain't got time to be playing KD on eight minutes, man. You know, <laughs> unless, unless it's like every minute he hitting a three, and he, you know, every time he come, you know, he come in, he hitting threes. Like that's what he been working on the whole thing. He's just gonna take threes, and they take him out. You know, they they put him in the last two minutes of each quarter, and you know he just causes havoc on them last two minutes, and you know ends up with like a. 24 point game because he hits a three every minute or something. So, I mean, that that's I don't think you play KD no eight minutes. I think he's gonna play about 25 minutes. You know they're not gonna push him, but they're gonna make sure he know like he know that he know what's up. Everybody know what's up. But 25 minutes, 20 points, um, couple rebounds. Like he, he really, I don't think he's gonna be on the boards like that or anything like that. I think he's gonna be passing the ball a lot. Definitely handling the ball as far as being a distributor, maybe. But you know, I think they kind of they need to kind of you know still let Draymond be Draymond because it's definitely still a piece that kind of gotta work back in or whatever. And it's the middle of the finals, but a piece as big as KD is like they need him still. But I don't, I don't want him, like you said, I don't want KD going out here trying to drop 45. For one, I don't think he could do that on, on like, he's kind of gimpy right now. I don't think I want to see him try to do that. Um, not tonight, at least. Uh, maybe a game seven. But um, tonight, nah, just kind of go out, go out there, get your rhythm, get your rhythm, and try to, try to get about 20. I think he can, like, he's a walking bucket. He can he, – <laughs> He can you bring KD on it. He can he can get twenty points. I tell you what. Let me ask you this though. So yeah, he can get twenty, man. He can he can get twenty in the season. Yeah. Like that's 
That's Kevin Durant. You you know who he is. Yeah, y'all know who he is. <laughs> That's Kevin Durant. But what would the reaction be if Toronto fucking wins this game tonight? Just manhandles Golden State, beats them four games to one, wins it in Toronto. Like, because if that happens, I in, in my – you Get my, I'm mean, right now. I'm getting my best Stephen A. impression. My, first of all, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> to the Toronto Raptors and all of Canada, all of Canada. Congratulations, Drake, and everything you on the side. Just congratulations, Kawhi Leonard. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Let me get that off my chest. They're the champions. But the Golden State Warriors are an utter letdown. <laughs> like he will go off, and it like, it, I mean, right. right now, if Toronto wins, like, like you remember I said, put an asterisk by it or whatever. And yeah, I, I didn't really mean like put an asterisk by it, their championship. But it's like you know the guys are injured, and you know there's always gonna be questions and whatever what, what ifs and stuff. But the imagery is going to be KD's on the court now. Like, KD's going to play game five. You know, history probably really won't remember, um, you know, KD was hurt for the – for the like, yeah, maybe. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, whoa, KD actually played game five. What happened? You know, that, that's going to be the thing. So, in the grand scheme of things, like, Toronto's going to have a fully validated championship you know, if they win and, like, it's going to be Steph. Everybody's going to give Steph hell because they're going to give him hell the most because it's already about how he hasn't won finals MVP, but the man has three rings, a unanimous MVP, two-time MVP at that. Right. Most threes, like, he's, like, finna shatter that record book. Most threes in uh, every season. He's He's done so much for the league. To where they're just asking this man to, you know, get a Finals MVP, which I understand it would look good on his resume or his legacy, but it's like at this point, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure they just want to win rings, and you know, Steph is secretly probably going out for that Finals MVP, but right now he's got to come back from three one, and yeah, you got to win. Uh, look, like in fifteen when LeBron was uh when LeBron was just carrying the whole team by himself. And they were, you know, trying to give this to LeBron. LeBron was like, yo, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> don't give that. Like, you know, and he still got some votes for it. So, right. I mean, Steph is going to get hell. They're going to give Clay a pass. It's Clay, you know, it, unless he just comes out and have an awful shooting night or something. Even then, you know, you can give – like, Steph has been fully healthy for these whole playoffs. That I feel like that's what's wrong almost. Like, you know, Steph is like notoriously the all the one that everyone looks at on Golden State. Like, if that guy gets hurt, like, what are we gonna do? 
But if stuff's been healthy for the whole playoffs. He had a relatively healthy season. Like, and now, you know, Katie gets hurt. Uh, Clay gets hurt. Iggy gets hurt. Looney. Uh, like, you know, they, they're just battling all these injuries. And, yeah, Steph, no one's going to remember uh, Steph's 47-point uh, performance, you know. No one's no one, no one, like if you had a one, they'd be like, Steph dropped 47 in the W, you know, you know, winning there without KD, without Clay, without everybody, and he just put the team on his back. That would have been really good for his resume. He would have, like, it would have been really good for his legacy or whatever. But tonight, like you said, I feel like it has to be a Steph game. And Steph, if they lose tonight, it's going to be all on Steph more, more so because nobody's really expecting KD to come out and drop 45. Like this could very well be the the last game of the Warriors dynasty, and people don't are not realizing that in its in its fullness. Like Clay could leave, people don't expect him to, but Clay could leave, Katie could leave. Like, I mean, we saw that team with just Steph. I don't think you know. I don't think Clay would leave Steph by himself. I don't think he he would do anything like that. But Katie, um, like you said, like him winning a third ring. I mean, they still have a ch- possibility, but let's. I'm gonna just kind of. I feel like the Raptors are gonna win at this point. I feel like the Warriors are gonna win tonight. That's early prediction. Yeah, really. <laughs> but um, as far as like, save the they lose. I don't know what he does for real. For real. it's more so. It's, it's even more question marks. It was question marks the whole season, but everybody kind of knew he was leaving because it's just kind of like the closing of a chapter or whatever. And, you know, you have your uh, – go back to Michael Jordan, okay? He had – he had he won six championships, but he won three, you know, he won three, then he retired. Then he won another three and kind of walked off in a, in a game winner on the last one. So it was like it's all about legacies and, like, having that storybook career as far as he would have had three rings – possibly three finals MVPs and like it, it would have been just crazy for him to 
you know, now he can, he can leave on a high note. Now it's like if you leave, it's like, man, you really didn't finish up in Golden State. Like, you got two rings, but it's like, eh. Um, like, I'm pretty sure LeBron wish he could have uh, got a third ring in Miami. That would have been nice. You know, three is a – you know, three is a – looks better than two. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what KD does at this point. I mean, does he team up with Kyrie who left some unfinished business in Boston? Like, I don't think he needs to do that. Um Really, if he loses, I I would err on the side of him staying. I would advocate for him just staying in Golden State for at least another year, like you said. Get get another ring, you know, possibly two. Just stay and you know, kind of ride that out. Versus you trying to go over here and do something with Kyrie, who really don't you know what he want? Because Kyrie low key should stay in Boston. If if we're really talking, you know, and now he's trying to hop on the Nets which, you know, I'm glad the Nets made that trade with the Hawks and everything, but now you're trying to hop on the Nets, and what are you going to do with that team? But, hey, it ain't my money. So, Right. But I think the other, the other like, unexpected or unintended um, storyline that comes from that is if Toronto wins, um, the hell does Kawhi do? Like he's he has said his man name since he's been off the Spurs. He calls him number two up in Toronto. You know, number two. So he he reminds me of black folks talk about Trump. Yeah. We don't call him President Trump. We be like, you know what, forty five, Tristan, forty five. <laughs> That's why he talk about Kawhi. And number two. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, where where would Kawhi go? I mean, Kawhi has a has a, you know, golden opportunity to run that back for real. Like, all the still, like, you got another year, a solid year with that, that your current core. They, I feel like they need to add some, probably add a couple shooters or something, maybe. It just, you know, it makes little tweaks to the team or whatever, but that core, I'm keeping that at least for another year. Just run it back and see what you get. And if yeah. you kind of see where you fall, then and then I'll make some adjustments. But right now, you're a championship-level team competing with Golden State, with or without KD, whatever they came out the West, okay? So they they need to run that back. And if I was Kawhi, like, that's what I'm saying. Why, why, would, why would you leave Toronto 
go to the Clippers, okay, and do what? Like, I think, like, seriously, do what with the Clippers? I, the Clippers are a nice team and everything, <laughs> but they don't have any other, like, they don't have any players at that level, like, with that type of. Yeah, they got you. They got Montrez, Harold. They got Patrick Beverly. You know, they got uh, Landry Shaman. I like him. He's like, uh, Shai Gillis, Alexander. I like him and everything. But I think they're at least another year from really being ready for a superstar. Like, um, that's just my personal opinion. But you got a lot of guys here in Toronto that are battle tested, you know. Uh, these guys and, and cl- with the Clippers really haven't been tested like that. I think they could, you know, potentially get, it, get it to a Western Conference Finals. I think Kawhi could carry the team to a Western Conference Finals. But, but I think they would, that would be like yeah, a Portland bad. thing, like sweet, for ahead. real. But I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like I 100% agree. Like, if you win a championship with a team, it's kind of unheard of just to bounce on them. Um, like, I, like, like, oh, you hired me to do a job. I did the job. Now I'm gone. Like, you know, that's <laughs> that's that's uh, kind of unheard of, especially when it comes to winning the championship. Like, you win it all, um, you kind of have to stick around and see how many more you can win. Uh, but – at the same time, I also feel like Kawhi has won everywhere he's been. Like, you know, he stepped into the league on the greatest organization in the NBA, which is the Spurs, and, you know, boom, he's thrust into the finals. Uh, you know, he picks up a finals MVP. Uh, you know, like he's accustomed to winning. If he wins in San Antonio and then he turns around and if he wins in Toronto, he might just feel like, look, I'm going to win no matter where I go. <laughs> so if all I want to do is win, why I got to win in Toronto when I can go home to sunny Los Angeles and win there? Because I'm Kawhi. I win. Like, that That could be something. Like, I don't know if he feels that way, but I couldn't blame him if he felt that way. Because, hell, Toronto, no one ever thought Toronto had a chance to even make it to the NBA Finals. Um, and now look at them. <laughs> They're a game away from winning I'll it say- all. So. Kawhi might just feel like he got that secret sauce. Running back for it. I'm saying resign a two-year deal. Back for option for next. Um, see what how the land because right now you're at the top, and this is totally different. KD like KD actually had a. He actually has a dot, not the Raptors. First championship in I wouldn't really that put a bad taste in my mouth. Left and was like, eh, I try my luck over here because like, it's, it's, you know, 
winning a championship is hard. Like, yeah, it's, like it's really hard. So you're trying to cultivate yeah. that culture, that championship winning culture over in with the Clippers, like who haven't even been to a conference finals. When you already got everything you need in Toronto, so it's like the smarter move is Toronto, and plus he's already bought a house over there, so. He got a crib over there, man. You know. <laughs> he got the crib. Hey, man, his parents live in LA, man. He can, you know. He can set up a room in the basement until you know, Jeff think he, out, until he uh gets him a place. I think he does. I mean, I think yeah, I think he did. Like he, he bought it like last know. year or something. I forgot. He bought a house in LA. Yeah, that's you from the area, so I was, you know, not too far fetched to say you already got a crib there. I don't know. Kawhi's the ultimate enigma, and I've enjoyed nothing more than getting to know Kawhi a little bit more during this offseason. Um, I mean, during this postseason, uh, I've enjoyed nothing more than that. Uh, I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll see how we we'll see what happens. Truly love to see him stay in Toronto, um, because obviously, But yeah, if he stays in Toronto, man, I would love that. I think the Eastern Conference needs that. The, the Eastern Conference needs another juggernaut. You know, the Western Conference has, um, you know, LeBron left, and we were wondering what would happen to the conference. Well, you know, Golden State and, and, and Houston are both, you know, juggernauts in the West. You know, I like Milwaukee running it back and, you know, re-signing Chris Middleton, running it back, and then Toronto, you know, re-signing um, – Kawhi running it back, and you know, it just makes the whole league more competitive, yeah. And um, especially with the balance of power in the east, um, like the balance is kind of coming towards the middle with the league. And um, I would just hate to see Toronto kind of fall back down to mediocrity, like. And winning a championship, and then the very next year, um, you're probably. I mean, I feel like they would still make the playoffs, probably be like a five, six seed, and still like a top two or three seed, uh, with Kawhi. Like, but at the same time, that's not a championship team. We kind of we seen that without yeah. Kawhi, and then how do you fill that hole with OG Ananobi and Norman Powell kind of step into that? Like, they can't. They're not doing. What it's like they don't have a laugh like that. Like, <laughs> they don't have a laugh like that. <laughs> they, they, they're not. They're not feeling that though. Those some big shoes. Those some big hands. Like oh. he, he <laughs> like like Kawhi is perfect for Toronto. Um, I feel like he'd be perfect in almost any situation because he's such even kill. Like he doesn't you know get too high or too low or whatever. So he's not really a locker room problem or anything like that. Um. So uh, San Antonio might beg to differ, but <laughs> the I old guy's just mad he didn't want to play on his hurt leg. Yeah, like, yeah, and we can kind of—I mean, I can see though how those injuries have affected him. Like, he was yeah. limping pretty yeah, hard just, uh, two years later now. I mean, so uh, at least a good year later after he first initially injured the thing. So yeah, I can see why he—he he wasn't faking it, guys. He—he uh, <laughs> he was really hurt. And it all started from Zaza. <laughs> like, it started from Zaza, like, being under his man's ankle, him having that ankle injury, that turned into some of his thigh, and then now he's, like, open, overcompensating for the thigh on the one side, and now the knee on the other side is hurting. So, it's like, he got some issues, and, you know, he used some time off. Right. 
his time off after he get his ring. So, I mean, that's what that is. Exactly. What, what do you think should be Golden State's move for the offseason? Like, man, we already calling for the offseason. Boy, we might as well go ahead and get the obituary ready, man. <laughs> I mean, Golden State, I, I, the best thing I think they could do is uh, to get some more depth um, and, and youth on that team. Um, they got a great core. I mean, we know they have a great core. That's that's they not different, man. If they, if they, if the best thing to do long term is to let KD walk, you know. Um, and and the best way you let him walk is to say, hey, you, you do the same thing the Hawks did when it was time to uh, re-sign Al Horford. Hey, we're going to sign you to a big contract, but not the max. You know, we, we, we can't afford to sign you to the max right now because we got to deal with, you know, the rest of your teammates and pay them. But if you wasn't to come back for less than the match, we'd be glad to have you. And, of course, he's going to say, bullshit, and, and bounce, right? Because no, no, no player's going to take less than the match when they can get the match somewhere else. So they, they let him walk and, you know, get some guys. Beat that bench back up, you know. Maybe, maybe bust a trade with one of these teams that has a lot of draft picks so they can draft a couple more guys. And then, you know, use some of that, that uh, cap space that freed up from uh, Kevin leaving. And, uh, you know, get a couple of veterans to come along for the ride, man. Maybe even re-sign Boogie, you know, to another year so he can, uh, you know, figure out how he can rebuild some value for himself. Um, yeah, just stop back up with some depth and, you know, pay, pay Clay. You know, make sure Clay stays in fold and, you know, let Draymond know that he's going to get paid too. Like, that's, that would be my plan if I'm going to stay. I'm. I like that plan. I think the number one priority needs to be re-signing Clay. I've constantly said this. They need to re-sign Clay. They need to be at Clay's doorstep at twelve or whenever the deadline oh, yeah. is for free. They need to be. At, they need to go ahead and get him to sign that dotted line because you trying to play around with KD and everything. Talking about oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come meet with y'all tomorrow. You know, <laughs> something like that. Like anybody. I'm, I'm in New York right now. I might meet, meet with y'all tomorrow. Y'all fly out here to New York to come see me. Like, he might hit you with that. And it's like, hey, dude, like, don't play around with KD. <laughs> go, ahead and, go ahead and sign Clay. And be like, look, we already signed Clay. Um, what you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? Because I don't think Boogie – I really think Boogie leaves if, uh, if KD stays. I think Boogie is more inclined to stay if KD leaves because he can kind of feel that role a little bit, but on a different right. level. And, uh, you know, uh, Golden State's offense would, like, transform almost. Um, but, I mean, that's that's my outlook for Golden State as of right now. If they, if they lose tonight, uh, which I don't have them doing. I think we're both – um, we're both on the same boat. We we have Golden State winning tonight. Boys better win, man. Wow. There's no way in the world they can go you know out, what? you know, in five games. That's just it can happen, but <laughs> if it does, you can't you can't go out like that. As far as the season that you've had, you're Golden State Warriors. You're top of the world, world beaters, everything. You you know you. You're the best team ever. Like, you can't go out in five games to these guys. That's the no. second worst way to lose. I mean, if you think about it, they lost 3-1 lead. Like, there's no worse way to lose. Like, even getting swept is not as bad as losing a 3-1 lead. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, that's just – I mean, it's historical. It's only happened once. 
<laughs> like, like dudes get swept all the time, but losing a three-one lead is only happened once in the finals. So that's terrible. And I think like going in again as a heavy favorite and then losing in five games to be just like just one notch under losing the three-one lead like that. Because the whole the whole season, like before the season started, everybody already gave the ring to Golden State. So this would be like the the, the biggest fumble ever <laughs> in NBA history. Like, come on. Uh, yeah, they can't, they cannot, if they lose in seven, that's respectable. If they lose in six, that's respectable. You lose in five, though, you getting clown, bro. Like, I don't care how many people was hurt. You getting clown. I really don't even think they can lose in six because it's in Oracle. Yeah, um, true. Game six would be, I don't even think they can lose in Oracle. They really need to push the game seven. Yeah. And it, it just needs to be that. They need to be looking towards, like, they need to be, their motto needs to be do what you got to do to get to game yeah. seven because they can't win in six. Like I said, they can't win in six. They have to win in seven. They have to win out right now. And I don't know if they – I know they can, like I said, but I don't know if Toronto is going to, like – Kawhi might, you know, have a, have a like, a power-up mid-game <laughs> or in between. Oh, he might have, like, Here you go, Dragon Ball Z on him. <laughs> He might hit you with. He might bust you for a sixty ball in the playoffs and be like, ha, 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 like walk off the court. Like Kawhi is doing some spectacular stuff, man. Like that third quarter the other man, night, so yo, nice. he was, whew, on some my bucket, bucket, bucket. Like he was just. And that was him. That's all he said. Like, <laughs> bucket. Like, bucket. Like he just killing them, and it's like that. I I finally watched that uh that's the um, Serge Ibaka him and Serge Ibaka on his uh the, the cooking yeah. show and how how big his hands are he was like yeah sometimes it's hard to hold a ball you know I got to make sure I keep it on my fingertips and stuff it's like it was like it looks like a baseball know, in they, his hand or like a, a woman's softball you know what I mean like it's it's yeah, not a basketball like, when it's in Kawhi's hands I, like I wonder how like a girl's basketball looking his hands <laughs> like he can. Like clinch that thing, like I don't know, but this guy here is on a like. You're right. If he if they win tonight, he's the best player in the league. That's how it's gonna be called. KD was on that run. I wish. Man, I, I feel like we missed out on a treat though. That's that's the only thing I dislike about this finals is we missed out. Yeah, on we a missed true out on treat. KD versus Kawhi. We missed out on that. Yeah. We really missed out because even if we get it now, it's like, ah, it's not the same because it's like KD's hurt. We know he's hurt, and that's going to be the always excuse for everybody. But if KD comes out here and start busting, I ain't going to mean, hey, hey, I'm just saying, but we still had the potential to see a glimpse of it, but we missed out on a, on a legendary yeah, treat. Like, we, we really were anticipating just an epic showdown because it was the same way during the regular season. Whenever those two teams met in the regular season, it was KD at the top of the key with the ball in his hands and Kawhi defending him at the top of the key, just on the island by himself. No no screens, nothing. No picks, nothing. It was just mano y mano. And that was just incredible, man. Like, everybody, everybody enjoyed that. That, was, that I thought we were going to get six or seven games of that. Oh, we already know. I feel like um, they're going to throw – Definitely Kawhi on KD. 
I might they might see some you might see some of Pascal on there, some of on on a on a on KD. Cause I, I really don't think they want to really get Kawhi in too much foul trouble, but he's such a good defender that he doesn't foul yeah. like that. So I don't man. Ooh. I just hope Kawhi don't like eat him up too bad. Cause I think he can definitely hold. I really think, especially, and you know how the narrative's gonna go. If Katie, you know, he comes out cold or whatever, he missed a couple shots, but I feel like it would more so be due to his ankle or not his ankle, but his calf. Because I truly feel like no one can really stop Kawhi. I mean, stop, stop KD. KD can stop himself because he can shoot over virtually everybody in the league and he's just so unstoppable. He's a walking bucket. But you can kind of hold, like, say if, say if KD just comes out. And have like a fourteen point game. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. <laughs> like that's why I say he needs to mail in twenty. I really don't think like he can play around with eighteen. But KD has a streak of like twenty games, like twenty point games in the playoffs, even in the regular season. I don't think he he like never gets below twenty points, like yeah, ever. So twenty points is where he pretty much starts his day. <laughs> Yeah, he starts. He, he starts. You start counting KD's points at twenty. You don't. You don't. <laughs> like KD had seventeen point. What? Huh? Did he? Was he six? Right, tonight? Did he play? Like, that's, play. that's the first thing. Oh, yeah, that's what you look like. You you don't. I've never. I've for the past couple seasons. Like even going back to OKC, you really can't find too many KD games of him under twenty points, and that's like he's at a historical level with that. So. If you come out, you see Kawhi holding KD to 14 points or 12 points, that's going to be a part of the narrative, too. Uh, like, it's just so so much on the line tonight, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Drake's going to be in there. <laughs> Who knows what's up? Oh, man, you know if what? Drake, we, we, uh, we had a conversation earlier, you know, at the beginning of the series. We were asking about, you know, the best fan base, you know, what fans – you know what fans are the best? You know, Dino. Oh my God, I could never, ever. Let me resend my former statement by saying they were both great fan bases. Did you see the quote-unquote trash talk from the Toronto fans? Like, I think they had someone in the street and they were interviewing just random Raptors fans from Canada, and they're like, well, "Go ahead and trash talk the Warriors." And all these these fucking mashed potato heads over here talking about, "Oh, I could never." I could never say anything bad <laughs> about <laughs> the Warriors. No. We they don't they don't want no issues right now because they know <laughs> like, this is Canada. We don't do that. What? Yeah. I don't believe that. I just think they just went up to the right people. They went like they went up to some old white people, some true Canadians in there, like some some, you know. Casual Raptors yeah, fans, they probably fans. went up to yeah, some hockey fans. What yeah, yeah, we don't trust talk the Warriors. The Warriors are a great team, or whatever. You know, you gotta win to any of you gotta win to Cleveland last year. Man, you know, they hate the Warriors. Right. But yeah, that was that was so funny to me. It was like, yeah, we this is Canada. We don't do that here. <laughs> like, I was like, man, I'm taking away all their fan bases' credibility, man. Yeah. I'm like, like you, you, I'm guaranteed you can find some trash talking Canadian fans right. out there, but they just went. as much as they love hockey, the hockey's a trash talking sport, man. It's a brutal sport. 
they whoop each other's ass in hockey. Then you telling me y'all got nothing aggressive to say about Steph Curry? Come on, man. You gotta have something to say. Something. That 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 killed me, dude. That that was that that's that whole thing should have been shacking the food. Those they fans are just shacking the food, dude. Like that's I think Trey should show up show up in a Knicks jersey. Has Durant Durant on it. Like, <laughs> Say that, and I was like, "Yo, that is an amazing idea." Because he just show up, show up in a Knicks jersey, or he should just he should have a Raptors jersey on. But like, like as soon as Katie like checks in, he like pulls up the jersey and show everybody that it's like it's Katie's jersey has a number on it, has a number, has a name on it, everything. Like you should do something like that, and, but it has the Knicks on it, and it would be hilarious. That's, that'd be an all-time troll move. All-time great troll move right there, man. Yeah, that'll go down. That'll be right up there with the whole Spike Lee and um, Reggie Miller choking thing, which I really don't get. Uh, I know I wasn't really a, I mean, around for that time. But I really don't get that because I think they end up still losing that series. But yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, that was a fierce but, rivalry back choking. in the day, man. That was a Knicks heyday. And uh, Reggie Miller was a bad boy. Nobody liked Reggie Miller, man. But everybody respected that guy. Good God, he was clutch. Um, but yeah, man, that's yeah. I know that's a little bit before your time. That's during that Jordan era. Uh, Spike Lee, man. That's now that's that's some that's the kind of guy you want in your fan base. Like that's the guy you want sitting courtside every single game, every single game. That's Spike Lee, man. He loves his Knicks. Too bad his Knicks are terrible. But uh, but yeah, man. That's these these. Uh, I, but you know what? Golden State, you know, they, they've had their run. Their fans are spoiled. I mean, they were leaving the game kind of early, you know, in that blowout. Like, they couldn't stick around. Like, one thing I figured out, people could talk about how good a fan base is and, oh, Boston has the greatest fans. Oh, New York has the greatest fans. These fans, they just want to see you win. And when they get accustomed to winning and then you stop winning, oh, they're some crybabies, man. They're some fucking crybabies. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, big ups to all the fans of the Orlando Magic and the Atlanta Hawks and the Phoenix Suns and, you know, like, just those teams that never really ever win at all. Those are some real fans. You know, like, if you stick around the team that you know at the beginning of the season, ain't no way in hell y'all gonna win a ring, <laughs> but you still showing up and you online talking shit and you at the games and you wearing a jersey, you 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 the real MVP. You the real, It's easy to be a Dubs fan. There's so many women out there who don't even follow basketball, but they Dubs fans. Man, whatever. Uh, but that's that's a, that's another story. But um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, I, I gotta see what's gonna happen, man. We we gotta see what's gonna happen tonight. Who you got tonight, man? What's your, what's your prediction? Well, I think we've pretty much been saying it throughout the podcast. This is like, I'm not even going to go to one. Even though I know it's a great possibility for them to win, I feel like they could close this out tonight. I'm not going to go to one. Even though I've seen everybody on my timeline on Facebook and wherever, like here, i just been hearing people. I asked people I went to the gym today. Hey, who's winning today? Toronto. Toronto. Everybody's going to Toronto. And I feel like that's some, it's not bandwagonry, <laughs> but it's band, bandwagonry. I'm going to call it that because it's like before this series, you guys didn't know shit about Toronto. And I know that. <laughs> Y'all didn't know anything. 
And I'm an NBA, I'm a Hawks fan, but I'm also an NBA fan. I take kind of take a little pride in like knowing players, knowing teams around the league and stuff. I said all this to say that I'm I'm going Golden State Warriors because of just legacy, just everything. Like for the NBA, the NBA needs this for one. We know the rest will be in Golden State's favorite time. <laughs> right. We know that. In Toronto, they will be in Golden State's favor. That's the thing. Okay, so um, Golden State's gonna have it kind of laid out for them to win. Almost, I feel like they're gonna get the bigs in, in foul trouble for for uh, Toronto. Um, yeah, I, I can see Serge Ibaka getting in foul trouble. He's gonna try to contest a couple shots, and boom, there's gonna be two quick fouls. You know, stuff like that's gonna happen pretty quickly in the first quarter. I'm just going Golden State, man. Like I, I don't want to be. I don't want to. I'm gonna say I don't want to see a championship. It just doesn't feel like a championship night. Like I don't feel like no championship night. But I think the Cavs are gonna win. I feel like that. Um, obviously I'm not a Golden State fan. Uh, I respect their players, but I don't like their players. Um. Mainly because they take on Steph and Draymond's personalities, which are the ultimate—I mean, the ultimate um, uh, assholes. Like these are not these are not the guys that exhibit what you teach your kids about sportsmanship, right? Like you, you, when your kids in little league and they want to play baseball for the first time, they want to go to pee wee league football, you know, you know, they want to play basketball. The very one of the first things you teach them is how to be a good sport, right? If you're winning, you win with grace. If you lose, you lose with grace, right? You shake the other team's hand and, you know, you go about your business. Act like you've been here before. All those adages, right? Steph Curry loves to dance in your face after he's up 10 points on you. I hate that. Um... Uh, Draymond Green can miss 18 shots in a row, but when he makes number 19, he is cussing at the refs, he's flexing, he's all in your face. I hate that. I hate that. Um, and yes, I recognize they play beautiful basketball. And yes, I hate that a lot because they do it to some to my favorite team. I mean, not my favorite team, but my favorite player. Um, so I'm biased in that regard. Doesn't change the fact that they are poor winners. They're poor winners. If, if any one of my, you know, nephews and nieces, if any one of them was just, you know, dancing in front of a, a, someone's face after they score on them, I'll pull them out the game. I have to have a talk to them. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's not how you play. So I love the fact that these guys are about to lose um, because I want them to eat that humble pie. Um, I want them to have a whole double-decker humble pie. Like, give them two, two, two helpings of it. Um, Cause they need that, uh, but at the end of the day, I think they're gonna win the game tonight because they are champions. I give them their props. They, I, I give them the respect they've earned. Um, they're, they're champions, and they know it's they know how to win. For the same reason, they were able to beat uh, the Trailblazers in that series, even though there wasn't that much of a talent difference between those two teams. Because they know how to win. They know how to. They've been here before. Um, I think you know for that reason they'll win tonight. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I got, and it just happens. NBA wants more of this. Like, this is now the storyline of the first part of the summer, right? So, the NBA's got to milk this. You know what I mean? Like, they're not ready for people to start tuning into baseball just yet. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> you know, I love my Braves, 
But you know, this is this is exciting right now in the NBA Finals. So I need a little bit more of this. Yeah, I'm not watching hockey. Like uh, <laughs> I saw those. I think well, who whoever is playing uh, the Bruins or something. And the WNBA they, is playing. And much 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 props to those ladies. But I don't want to watch that either. I don't want to watch that either. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and I think they. I want to see more KD. KD's coming back tonight, so you definitely want to see at least another game with KD. You don't want KD to go outside like that. Uh, it's just too much going in Golden State's favor for them. Like to like to like I said, that's why Toronto really has to seize it. Like they really have to convincingly win because if it's a close game, I don't think you know. I think Golden State can execute better down the stretch than Toronto. Yeah. Um, I think like the experience is gonna put them over the top if you're in a close situation in an elimination game against Golden State. I don't think that's the situation Toronto wants to be in. I think they want to go in here and like blow the doze off of Golden State. Like they need to go in with that mindset to like take this championship. They need to go in here with like be like, I don't care if you got KD on the court, who's on the court, we finna, we finna blow out everything, blow blow the doze off. KD, Jermaine to Dupree, uh, <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> Raptors and five. <laughs> With the cigarette hanging on his lips. You gotta, I need Kawhi to be like, don't matter. <laughs> Raptors and five. He really, uh, <laughs> that should be a meme. <laughs> <laughs> KD, KFC, I don't care. I'm, I'm still going to be because they, that's what they need to do. But Golden State, the red carpet will be laid out for them to win tonight. Um, the refs, championship experience, uh, it's, it's everything. You know, they really have the advantage. The people, uh, whoa, I forgot the point you just made. I think you, you were saying, uh, like, Golden State, like, they have the experience. They really have the experience. Like, it's, and that's what it is. Like, they really have this experience. They can really go in here and win this game. They can turn back into Golden State like that, the world beaters that they are. They can yeah. go in here and load the doors off to run. Nobody will see that coming. Yeah, they can flip like, a switch. They, they can flip a motherfucking switch. <laughs> they can flip a switch. And Toronto, I don't think, has that switch quite yet. Because you got to earn that switch. That switch doesn't, doesn't come from nowhere. Because I feel like part of that switch is, is like, They'll go in there and play around with you, you know, let you think you in here or whatever. That switch is like pure championship mode or, you know, playoff or whatever. Like, it's that swagger. Like, we know we're better than you. We've been there. We've done that before. You're trying to get there. That's that switch that they hit. Toronto doesn't necessarily have that switch. Like, they're just getting it, you know, just call Georgia Power to turn on the lights. They really don't have that right now. They're just trying to they're trying to get there. But you so, know what? Every time we agree on the team winning, man, they, they end up losing. <laughs> that is true. I think we go back and they end up losing. Yeah, because I last game I who did I have last game? I think we both had uh I think we both had Golden State. I think we both had, yeah we both had Golden State and they lost. Yeah. So I don't know. Is this a goat talk curse? <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Um, I'm going to go Golden State again, man. Just again, again. 
Yeah, I'm going to go so, I don't believe I'm, – I'm just one of those guys. I don't believe they're going to lose until I see them lose. You know, I think I said that yeah. about back in the day when they were playing against LeBron. I was like, it doesn't matter. I always feared them because I never could see them losing. I had to actually witness it because I could never just forecast that happening. So, same thing tonight. If you put Golden State in a one-game scenario, which is what they're in for the remainder of the series, if you tell if you tell me, hey, Golden State has to win one game, can they win it? I'm going to say, yeah, every time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know who's playing. I'll be like, uh, nah, like it's Golden State. Like, nah, not really. Like, it's Golden State. Like, like for real, you could have – if you had told me – that it like if, if Steph had a one game three, it would have not been a surprise to me for real. Um, even though they got blew out in game three, uh, and Toronto seized that moment. Game three was a huge game for Toronto, they could have come in there and just wet the bed and been like, Oh man, they don't have anybody, we're just gonna play around or whatever. No, nah, they went in there and they seized that moment, and it's, that's really what the Raptors are going to have to do, okay. I'm, I'm going to need to see all these bandwagoners, these, you know, everybody who's calling for the Gator series tonight, who's on all of a sudden there. It's all, you know, Raptors, Raptors this, Raptors that. I'm, like, I, like I said, if you haven't been a Raptors fan since the Vince Carter days. What are Tracy McGrady jerseys at? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are those Tracy McGrady jerseys at? What are those Andrea Bargnani jerseys at, man? Like, I need to see that. Let me you see those Trey Young. You know, Trey Young got the Vince Carter jersey from back when he was like in middle school or something. Like his dad pulled it out on the on Twitter and showed him like how he's playing with Vince Carter, but he has the old Vince Carter jersey from the, of the Raptors still hanging up in his bedroom. Like I need those kind of fans. Where y'all at with the old? That maybe don't even fit you no more. You bought it when you was one hundred and forty five pounds soaking wet, and now you're a good two fifteen. I still need to see that jersey. I need you to pull it out, wrap it over your shoulder if you can't pull it over your belly. Just, just <laughs> come on. <laughs> I need to see all of them because they hear it. They, you hear it. Like, I mean, that, that's just kind of how it is. When people start winning, everybody start, you know, you know, they want to kind of ride that wave, feel like they winning too. But this is a Canadian thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, Canadian, a whole, you know, this is a whole Canadian thing. Like, I don't think any there's any true Raptors fans living in America. If they are, <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm the serious. problem is just geographically, Toronto is like, you know, not that far from New York. So if you live in America, why in the world would you be a Raptors fan when you could just be a Knicks fan or you can be, you know, a, a Nets fan? Like, why would you choose <laughs> the Raptors? Yeah, it's like a whole different country and everything. That's kind of this is a Canadian thing right now. This is a whole you know we kind of Canada get their shine. They don't really shine too much, but it's this is good. But I think I'm gonna wrap it up here, okay, man. Okay. And uh, like we said, we I got Golden State tonight. You got Golden State tonight. Yeah. And the Raptors might end up winning. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how it is. I'm going to holler at you. We'll holler at you, man. We'll talk after the game. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Goat Talk Podcast. Co-hosted by yours truly, Travis Scott, and my brother, Eric Scott together with the Scott Bros and we're bringing you 
the greatest basketball conversation of all time. Become a part of that conversation or the fam by subscribing. We're located on various streaming platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thanks. And be a goat. Bye.